Are the Jaguars championship built? We'll answer that question. And the fans tell you who they would take from around the league to make Jacksonville better. We'll do it in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to the Locked On Jaguars podcast. I am Tony Wiggins, the host of said Locked On Jaguars podcast, where it's your team every day. And we thank you for making us your first listen. Quick reminder, too, that we are free to subscribe to on YouTube. And then wherever you get your audio podcast, make sure that you tap in to ensure that you don't miss an episode every day. want to give a special hello to my everydayers out there. Thank you for making the podcast what it is and being a part of it every single day. And if you're new to the podcast, well, come back tomorrow and you can be an everyday or two. Make it a couple of days in a row, and I'll make you all every day. All right, so I just have to ask this question. I had to ask this question because um, sometimes we can get so enthusiastic and so optimistic and hopeful about the season, especially when you have the type of year the Jaguars had last year where it came out of nowhere and literally almost uh, – got to the AFC championship game. They were really, really close and had a real good chance to tie uh, well to get close enough to tie Kansas city late, but it didn't, it did not happen. So the Jaguars um, ended the season. What was the record? They want to play a, what 10 to nine. Is that it? They were nine and eight for the regular season. They won a playoff game and lost one yet. So 10 to nine. And that's, that was good compared to all the other seasons the Jaguars had, but I had to ask this question. And I didn't want to rain on anybody's parade or throw water on some burning embers and that fire and that passion that you have inside. But I had to ask this question, are the Jaguars championship built? And what I mean by that is that doesn't mean they're going to win a title, right? When I say are they championship built, what I'm asking is, are they to the point where you could legitimately say that they have a legitimate shot at contending? Generally, every single year, they're like six, maybe seven teams that you think. In college football, it's probably like three or four. But in the in, in the NFL, usually there are six or seven teams that if things go correctly, you expect them to be knocking on the door trying to win a championship. Now, most of that happens because they have great players, especially at the quarterback position and stability in their franchise and all of those things. So the Jaguars seem to be very, very stable in management. The Jaguars also have a great quarterback. Um, the question is, is have they arrived yet to the point where they are going to consistently contend for a championship over, let's just say, the next six, seven years? That's usually when the window, and sometimes the window is 10 years when you have a really, really good quarterback. So let's just say for now, the next six, seven years, are the Jaguars – have they built their team and their core to the point where they could really, really make some noise? Um, something that I interestingly did also, I asked fans uh, on social media, and they're still answering the question. I asked, 
if you could add two players from around the league without any cap ramifications, who would those two players be? I got some real interesting answers, but the positions that those players play, the position that those guys who the fans uh, suggested that the team should get, as I look over some information right here, I'm still looking at it right now. Uh, they they typically tell you without telling you where they believe the team is is lacking, right? Because there are great players at every single position in the NFL, all of them, right? And no team's going to be perfect, and no team's going to be uh, without some positions that they all they all need to fortify. But in this case. The Jag fans, by answering that question, gave me the answer that I was looking for. Because most of the players that these the fans suggested, and it's early still, I just asked the question probably 15 minutes before I started recording, and the answers came in quickly and fast. Now, don't get me wrong. The, the, the fans gave me some great answers, and they did definitely name some great players. But the fact that they all came at these two positions, regardless of how great players are, and I got some weird ones too, and, and, I, and I might touch on them, but it kind of tells you where they feel like the team is lacking. But if I go through every single roster in the NFL, I think every team is lacking something, even the team that, that's going to win it. I think they're all, even the team that won it last year and the, won it the year before, they were all missing something right the rams were missing a whole bunch of stuff in my opinion but they were so great at the top and they were so top heavy with talent they got a super bowl and they were playing in their home stadium that might have helped a little bit too but there's no perfect perfect team i mean there have been some in the past like the 49ers and the cowboys and a couple of those washington teams and the steelers of course back in their day and, and the Patriots sometimes, but even they weren't perfect. I mean, so it's a hard question to answer, but it's something that I think deserves probing as we sit here with our enthusiasm and our optimism and all of that stuff. And we're trying to, uh, we're trying to figure out like, okay, where are we? Are we good enough? Can we compete with these other teams? What's it going to look like when we get on the field? So I'm going to go through it a little bit. I'm going to go through some of those names. But then I'm also going to give Trent Baalke, uh a lot of credit. I'm going to give him a lot of credit. He didn't buckle. He absolutely did not buckle under pressure. And he could have folded up. He could have, when people were making, you know, calling him a clown and all of this stuff, Trent could very well have, you know, not been Trent, and that's not what he did. He he actually, you know what he did? He was more Trent. And for right now, it looks like it's working out pretty good for him. So kudos to him for not buckling under pressure. And it's it, 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 the weird part about that whole scenario with him is that it's very Jaguar. When you think about it, it's a very Jaguar thing that Trent Baalke said to hell with all of y'all. I'm going to keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And guess what? You're going to have to come see me. That's that's about as Jaguar and as Duval as you can get, right? A lot of the angst towards Trent was 
Well, he was connected to Urban Meyer for one. And then two, there was this perception that he just wasn't liked around the league. And uh, folks blamed him for breaking up Harbaugh and the 49ers. And I don't know how true that is, but um, you, you got you to gotta give him some credit. You just have to give him credit because when you look at the totality of the roster and while there, there are probably still some holes and there's some things that a lot of us would have done differently, it's still enough to say, but you know what? That's okay because they're built a certain way. They have a certain attitude. A lot of that has to do with Doug Peterson as well. So I'm not going to give Trent all the credit without throwing Doug in. But when you watch the videos of what happened on draft night, you saw a collective effort, but then you saw one person say, no, he looked around he talked to everybody, he talked to the owner, talked to Tony, but he, Trent Baalke was, in charge and i think by watching that video that the jaguars put out about how they got to their selection really really made me say you know a lot of people got this all wrong a lot of people got this all wrong trent balky is in charge and he's not being um he's not being what you would consider a, a prude or obtuse or or just not including other people in the process even to a certain extent, the the assistant coaches. And uh, the funny part, when they drafted their guy, um, Anton Harrison, Coach Roush, the offensive line coach, came in and he was happy. Trent's like, play for like, hey, get out of here, you know, and laughing. But the thing is, is we sometimes don't know who is in charge of what and who did what. And that's because of the past. And, and that's because I told a lot of people, that there was a lot of CYA. And whenever you have guys doing that in the front office and the coaching staff, everybody wants to cover themselves. You get the product that you end up getting on the field. The players knew it. They sensed it. I even had guys telling me the team wasn't even run by people in Jacksonville, that it was run by the league office because the people in management didn't know what they were doing. So while other people were reporting that uh, players, agents didn't know what they were doing, players were telling me that the team didn't know what they were doing. And I'm, I'm so glad those days are over. That has changed. Shot has delegated the authority to the right people in Trent. And, and, and I can't believe I'm saying that, by the way, but in Trent Balky and in Doug Peterson. And I think that bodes well for the Jacksonville Jaguars moving forward. I'm going to go through some of these names. I'm going to continue to look at them, too, because people are laying it on me, man. They are seriously it's it's the same positions over and over again, but we're going to talk about it here in segment two in just a second on Locked on Jaguars. After I let you know about today's sponsor, and that is FanDuel. That's right. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA Finals. Because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. I did not stutter. $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win it's bonus bets that's right if your first bet doesn't win i'm just trying to tell you man it's safe and it's secure you get paid instantly i've never had a problem with FanDuel sending me my money because as soon as i win there you go i'm putting that request in and it's right into my account or on my card whichever one you prefer there's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
And y'all are my official partners here every day on Locked On Jaguars. That's right, because it's your team every day. And we thank you for making us your first listen. Shout out to all of the everydayers. Um, so I asked this question, right? And I'm going to go take a live look here at my uh, Twitter, my social media feed. Yeah, they look at it. I got 19 more responses. And they're all probably going to say the same thing. So we, so I, I sat here and I was thinking, okay, if I think and Doug Peterson thinks and everyone else thinks that um, they need to improve the pass rush, then obviously you knew that that was going to be on there, right? And then there's some people that I think, I, this is just my opinion, some folks are overthinking it and they're naming like a nickel corner or uh, a slot corner or whatever. Somebody put Joe Batonio down there. My man, that's my dude that put that down there too, but no. We, we ain't going with Joe Batonio's of the world. I would suspect that the two people would come and be able to help pass rush. Shout out to my man, Cap, Bow City Cap, senior Cap, as he's got. He just nailed it. He, he he got the two guys that I probably was, was thinking about myself uh, in Michael Parsons and Chris Jones. But it, don't don't overthink this. Go get you a Hall of Famer if he's standing there. Somebody said Kyle Pitts. You, you will take Kyle Pitts when Travis Kelsey is sitting right there. Come on, man. Don't do that. All right. And that's a Gator fan. My, my boy, KC Kevin Carter. But. It's at those positions. It's at those positions that have the highest positional value, and it's it's almost a no-brainer. It's just a matter of which guys that you're gonna get, right? So most people, I just said the cap name Michael Parsons and Chris Jones. Chris Jones, the, both of those guys are at the apex of my list, right? There are other guys around there that I would probably at least be open to somebody convincing me to go the other way, right? So I, I promise you, though, the first name that came to mind for me was Chris Jones because he does so much. And I love Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's the GOAT. I, I, I think he's the best defensive tackle to ever play the game. I'm just going to go with Chris because he's a little bit younger. He's a little bit bigger. And I don't think he's better than Aaron Donald. Okay? But you're splitting hairs at this point. So I'm going to go with Chris Jones. But there's one more person that I take, and I take Nick Bosa. And the people that are saying Michael Parsons – I ain't going to argue with you, man, because I think that's splitting hairs too, right? I just cannot imagine what this team would look like with Nick Bosa and Chris Jones. And by the way, that would make Trayvon Walker so much noticeably better to everybody. If a team is not worried about him like that, you would really, really see his value. Sort of like when he was in college, right? You really, really see exactly how good it is. And hopefully you see that anyway. Uh, this year when he plays but yeah man there's a lot of great answers on here and I'm, and I'm gonna get to a whole bunch of them there's some other guys though sauce Gardner is there trent williams is there trent williams would probably be the person that actually he would probably if i didn't go 
with defensive linemen, Trent Williams will probably be number one because I'm always thinking, I'm always thinking about Trevor Lawrence staying healthy, right? So I'm getting a bunch of um I'm getting a bunch of Trent Williams, I'm getting a bunch of Michael Parsons, Sauce Gardner. Uh, Wale just tapped in and said Fred Warner and Justin Jefferson. There's no right or wrong answer. But so that tells me that when you're taking great players to these other positions, that tells me that Justin Jefferson is so good that Wale doesn't care that they have uh, two and a half or maybe three really good receivers. Somebody said they'd take Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Come on, man. What are you going to do? Sit Trevor Lawrence on the bench? I, I mean, realistically not talking about quarterbacks but i get it miles garrett his name keeps popping up his, you can't be wrong with that either because when you talk about him and tj watch's name has come up patrick certain has come up uh some people have said derwin uh derwin james because they're specifically thinking about i believe they're specifically thinking about where the jaguars are where they may seem like they're a little bit thin Aaron Donald, or somebody said Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, or Justin Jefferson. That's the, so you you matching up Ramsey with Sauce Gardner, right? And I know at somebody at some point somebody's gonna say no, not Jalen because we don't want the attitude and all that stuff. I don't think Jalen has an attitude when they when they're winning. I just think that was all. Jalen had the same kind of attitude the fans had. They were they were frustrated like hell. Somebody said T.J. Watt and Chris Jones. Okay. That's almost the same as saying Nick Bosa and Chris Jones. I get it. Uh, I see a Quinnen Williams here on, on the list also. But what this tells me is that it, it gives me an idea of what people believe and where people believe the Jaguars could use a little bit of improvement. And uh, this will be a lot of improvement, by the way, if you go out and grab a dude that's headed to Canton and you add him to this team. But it's a fun exercise because what you end up hoping is is that one of these dudes on your team that you already have turns out to be, especially if they play a position like the ones that are being mentioned, that you hope a guy like that turns out to be, if not great like those guys, good enough that the next time I ask you this question, you ain't going to mention a guy at that position because you're good with it. You're cool with it, Right. You'll be good with it. You just be like, nah, man, we, we straight at that spot. Because that's kind of the way I feel about the receivers. Although if I added one receiver, I love Jettis. I love uh, Justin Jefferson. But for me, I'm a big Jamar Chase fan. And that's probably the guy that I would I would add to uh, to this team. That he turns into a running back when he catches the ball. He's powerful. He's deceptively quick and fast. If I added a wide receiver, that's who it will be. There's no running backs being mentioned. A couple of interior offensive lines. Somebody did mention Quentin Nelson a little while ago because he fit right in at the left guard spot. You can forget about it. I just don't know how you would do this and not name like a Hall of Famer. Like somebody said, Kyle Pitts. Like I said, I ain't got nothing against Kyle Pitts, but why would you take Kyle Pitts when you can take Travis Kelsey? It just doesn't make sense. So, It tells you where the fans believe the Jaguars are a little bit deficient. Um, 
And it also tells you that people believe a little bit that this team this team is only maybe one or two players away. So to answer the question of segment one, they are championship built. They are built. And it starts with the quarterback. We know that. It starts with the quarterback and it starts with, you know, the weapons that he has. I'm going to tell you what has to happen for the Jaguars to bring all of this into fruition. And then after that, I'm going to point out a sleeper player that I believe could really, really, really make this team very, very, very good this year. I'll tell you all about it here in just a second on Lockdown Jaguars. All right, third and final segment here on Locked On Jaguars on this beautiful, beautiful day in North Florida. Uh, I hope y'all like my little background I got and the new graphics. I hope if you're watching on YouTube that you uh, make this your first listen and make that your first look and and check it out. Uh, shout out to the Locked On uh, Network and the, the staff for working so hard to make all of this stuff work. I had to get a better location with some better Wi-Fi and a big green screen to make all of this look the way it looks. So hopefully uh, we won't have the problems that we've had in the past uh, with the microphone and the uh, the graphics in the backup. But I started out today wondering if this team is championship built, if they're ready to go. We went through the exercise of actually verbalizing all of this with you. And if you notice, while I have my notes here, I have my notepad here and I have my pen, this is still something that I'm trying to grasp and trying to navigate my way through. And that's why I use social media because I kind of needed the fans' help. And I wanted you guys to really, really chime in. I don't know about other fan bases, but there's – okay, shout out to somebody else that said Quentin Williams and Minka Fitzpatrick. That's a little different. That's a little different. But I'm cool with it. Somebody said Devontae Adams or Travis Kelsey and either Michael Parsons or Nick Bosa. So they're going with a pass catcher and a pass rusher. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Jordan Davis. That's extremely interesting, especially since Jordan Davis didn't even start on his team last year. Um, I don't know why you take Jordan Davis when you can take Chris Jones, but that's just my opinion. But the thing is, is sometimes when you when you come up with these things, you can change your mind every two or three minutes. I probably have changed my mind since I started doing this podcast because it's a very, very interesting question, but I asked the question. This is, this is a very passive aggressive question by me, by the way, I asked this question because I wanted to see where outside of how great. So that's why I ain't mad if somebody chooses somebody at a position that's not really considered a weakness for Jacksonville, because sometimes you just choose dudes that are just so good. You take them whether you need them or not. Right. Devontae Adams is that dude. Uh, Jettas is that guy. Uh, so the thing is, is I really wanted to hone in on those folks who, because they're great players at every position. I wanted folks to hone in. I really wanted folks to hone in on the positions of need. And that let me know where everyone else really believes this, this team needs to make additions to. So they're not going to go out here and get a pass rusher at this stage, I don't believe, even though Buffalo just did it yesterday with Leonard Floyd. And, of course, guys like Yannick Ngakwe are still out there and Frank Clark. So I don't think that that's what the Jaguars are going to do because if they were going to do it, they would have done it already. I do believe that they are going to depend on the players they already have on this team to really, really step up and show off. 
right? A sleeper player this year that has been in development for a couple of years and is extremely quick and fast. He's a real good returner. He might be one of the five fastest guys on the team. I'm going to say they give Chris Claybrooks a nice little look-see uh, in the slot and see if he can play it. If Clay Brooks can step up and play the slot for the Jaguars, using that quick feet and those, that change of direction and that short area quickness, that could really, really, really give this team a boost. Now, I've only ever seen him outside. If he can do that, then that takes away one of those need positions and you don't have to depend on a rookie to play it. That would really, really help this team. The other thing is, if Jordan Smith comes back from injury, and I know I've talked about Jordan before. I saw him at practice the other day that he uh, he was pretending to rob me, but that's cool. Uh, shout out to my man, Jordan Smith. Came up behind me and started giving me, I'm gonna give me your cash, give me your cash. But I, I think if he's healthy and he doesn't have to be great, but if he's six sacks good, that's Arden Key good from last year, and it's just disruptive with that size. I think those are two of the players that I think could be really, really good sleeper players on that Jaguars defense. You know, I ain't talking about the offense because I think the offense is going to actually be prolific. I I feel that good about Trevor and the way that he is going about his business. I feel that good, of course, about Doug Peterson as a play caller because when he didn't even have it all last year, they were out there scoring points. I would not be surprised if this team averages more than 30 points a game. I absolutely would not. We need some sleepers on defense. That obviously Chris Jones and, and Aaron Donald and TJ Watt and Miles Garrett ain't walking through that door because their team would be absolutely stupid to let them go or trade them. And then it would cost the Jaguars a uh, hundred thousand draft picks in order to go get those guys. So where will that production come from? It has to come from within. Devon Hamilton has to step up. Trayvon Walker has to be everything that I am so hopeful. Hey, Mama Walker, that I am so hopeful for him being but we need some sleepers and i think chris claybooks has a shot because one he's still here and i've seen him practice and i i see the excitement other players have for him when he's on the field so i'm looking for those two guys to to step up and be sleepers and make some tremendous contributions um to the jaguars organization this year because this team is sort of built to to compete for a real long time. Let me give another couple of answers. Somebody, somebody said they'll go with Miles Garrett over Jimmy Jacks. Says he'll go with Miles Garrett over Michael Parsons. And something else for Travis Kelsey. I can't remember what he said. Aaron Donald and Sauce Gardner, is, those are two very, very good. Somebody said we'd be unstoppable if we had those two. I see some Jeffrey Simmons love. We don't like giving love to Tennessee Titans around here, but Jeffrey Simmons is a very good player. Yeah, Jeffrey Simmons and T.J. Watt, that would be dangerous. But Aaron Donald and Trent Williams is also uh, in the running for this. So you see what people are – folks are really, really enthusiastic for a reason. They think this team is built, and they just think we're just that one piece away, that one little piece away. Unfortunately, a couple of those pieces that they're naming, they actually play for the team that you might have to go through, and that's Kansas City. So that's why the Jaguars need to 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 step up and have um, some more guys on their own team, some homegrown guys step up and really, really get it done. 
just think, man, they could have had Michael Parsons. Could they have had that Michael Parsons? No, because Michael Parsons was taken in the exact same draft as Trevor Lawrence. So, no, they, they took 18 at 18. They would have had to come up to line. I think Parsons went 11th or something like that. But, yeah, man, very, very fun exercise to do. Gives us an idea of what everyone thinks that they absolutely need. Because, like I said, you could have taken a great player from any position. But you guys are smart enough. Y'all took great players from position of need, except if that player was just so good, you just had to go and get it. Make sure you tap in to watch Locked On NFL and listen to Locked On NFL tomorrow as James Rapine and I break it down and give it to you uh, from the hip. Like always, we have some very, very good topics that we uh, that we recorded and went over talked about sleepers we talked about possible mvp candidates so make sure you check that out tomorrow and keep tuning in here to locked on jaguars because it's your team every day we thank you for making us your first listen shout out to my everydayers and the new listeners come back tomorrow and you'll be an everyday or two until tomorrow y'all take care of each other and please please be safe and enjoy listening to this podcast all over again because I know y'all going to listen to it twice. I got people that listen to it twice. Make sure y'all take care. Take care of each other. We'll see you next time on Locked on Jaguar.